0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to feature bad movies and share facts. Back- According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. Yes. This is do a lot. in, targets out. Never miss communication. Oh, It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. And welcome back to Nerduno Bases here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. As always, we have with me we have Dara. Hoy. And I'm Kev. How are we doing, Dara? Good, man. Good. Welcome back from, from the Rona. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was was off last week. Uh, first, yeah, big, big review of the summer. Hot new news coming in. Hot review. Uh, getting COVID. My review, don't. It's it is. Gnarly, it completely sucks. Um yeah, no, like I I spent I spent like a week in bed just kind of dazed watching Uh, now. I will say what it gave me, I because obviously your brain just fogs the way up. So I didn't get a chance to watch like a lot of like stuff I meant to watch. Mm. Uh so like anything new was completely off the cards. Yeah, like I could not focus. So I ended up re-watching the entirety of She-Ra and the Princess of Power over that week, which I am going to just completely pull my soapbox out here and go to bat for this show every single time. I love that show to bits. <laughs> it is a wonderful little action-adventure cartoon. and uh, in, in the same kind of vibe, it, the sa- similar kind of vibe of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Right. Where it's just a really well constructed, uh, just fantasy action adventure, and it's done. It is all one complete package. Uh, five seasons on Netflix, like fifty episodes.
1: What a lot of people want sometimes is is the full experience, which is why some people wait for. Um, they binge watch. I was actually yeah. talking to Katie yesterday. She's not here this week because you know she's not feeling great. So we were talking about the boys yesterday, and I was like, you know, boys this is a great binge show. And she's like, yeah, uh, I don't like waiting. And I'm like, oh, that's fair. You know, but for me, I was just, I never, uh, like, I started watching The Boys last, when it came out, and they release it, I think, three episodes, three episodes a week. And I just stopped watching it this time around when it was happening. So, I mean, I finished watching it yesterday. And I prefer just watching full experience shows like that
0: yeah you know? yeah like that's for for something like that like sheer is so easily digestible and kind of works like it, it i well it like doesn't have what i would consider like kind of filler episodes mm. its pacing is kind of snapshot enough that if you were to watch just one episode you feel like you only got half an experience or so you kind of need to watch about five episodes to kind of get through an arc and have a kind of an adventure and have something kind of satisfying with characters happen
1: yeah i mean like you got to kind of have that balance as well because it's like there's so many shows out there where you have to have that Mm. investment as well Mm. but being able to drop in and have like it's 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 a a mix between fast food and a good meal you know where you're like two or three episodes are enough and then you can go away and do something but i mean it's also good you can binge it as well yeah um and I think that's the sweet spot of modern television. But I haven't seen it, so I mean, when I got COVID, I lay in bed playing the Switch because that's all I could do. Yeah.
0: I I like I mean, the fact the fact you that you had like, the mental capacity to push a button. Crazy. That seems wild to me. Doing anything? Don't know how you did it. No, but that's I couldn't sit up.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was lying on my side playing the Switch. Um, I mean, when I yeah, it was. I don't know, man. I've had it twice now. At this point, then. It's I don't know. It's just it's not fun. So stay safe, everybody, because it's not fun. Yeah, Uh, no,
0: wear wear your masks, wash your hands, take care of yourselves. Uh, But just actually in kind of other kind of modern stuff, when we're talking about TV shows and kind of how we digest them, uh, obviously the modern uh, format is binging, is dropping all these things and binging in one go. Um, But I've actually been having the absolute best time watching Better Call Saul. Oh, that's a week show, yeah. week,
1: it's a great show. It's a great
0: show. It's finally the latter half of its final season. Its first episode started again this Wednesday and it mm. continues to be just one of the finest TV shows. Um, I, I
1: mean, it's just funny. Like, I didn't really like Breaking Bad that much. Um, yeah. Like, it's fine.
0: But Better Call Saul is just unbelievable. There's something about the way Vince Gilligan can just create a shot where like the first the first shot of like this episode is just a shoe drifting in and out of of, like a set of waves Hmm. and it goes on and uninterrupted for two or three minutes, but I couldn't stop watching because whatever way he has it lit and the composition, it's just, it's engaging to watch, but also in the back of your mind, you're thinking, because you know, by the end of this episode, that shoe will have had an entire journey and how it got there and what that shoe means to the extra grander plot. And so your mind starts spinning. It was like, whose shoe is this? What are they doing? There's not a beach in Albuquerque. So why is this shoe in the ocean? Vince, what are you doing? You absolute madman. Yeah. And I mean, like, the thing about it is, it's like you want to
1: have that. Like it's, 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 it's the whole universe mm. exists on that setup, setup and payoff. I think it's Occam's Razor, is what they call it. Where you have, you know, they introduce something, you know, it's going to come back, and even from oh, the first, you're taking the checkoff's gun. That's a checkoff's gun. Sorry, Occam's Razor is the most obvious thing. Is you see the answer? Yeah. Is that it? So, okay, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Um, I, I I knew it was one or the other, but I didn't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> Occam's gun. You know, it's something. Occam's gun. It's there. It's something. But I mean, that's what what I really liked about the universe in general was that. Everything was very purposeful. It's like a Stanley Kubrick movie. Mm. Everything that, that, that is brought in is going to be used at some point or as a reference to something or it's set up. The stuff just doesn't happen. Which is why it makes it so un it's it's so un- unnerving at a certain point as well, because you're like, when's the other, you know, excuse the pun, when's the other shoe gonna drop? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> and it's, and it's Precisely. great. And it's great to hear that in its it's last season. It still retains that. It hasn't dropped any quality, like.
0: Yeah, I, like it's it, uh, just on the format as well. Like it's it's a show I am happy to wait each week because I I think I need that week, yeah, to just kind of soak in it and really digest kind of everything that's happened.
1: You see, that's that's the that's the other side of binging, uh, mm. TV shows where people are like, "Oh, there's so much to watch," and then you kind of miss it. And again, like I remember. You probably remember this too. When you were growing up, and uh, you know, you'd go to school and everybody would have watched the same show, everyone would have watched the same thing. You uh, know, that's, that's
0: big, assuming I talk to people in school. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, school,
1: college, whatever, you know, all yeah, your friends, no, yeah. You still, I everyone, understand. Yeah, everyone had the same cultural experience where you're like, mm. Did you see The Simpsons last night? Yeah, it was awesome because there were like four channels, so it's very, very hard to have that with people now where you're like, oh, you binged it all, it has gone. But it's that conversation. And I mean I'd love to say it's it's on Twitter, but Twitter's the worst place in the world. Oh Twitter's a hell
0: site. Yeah. And like I mean, you know it's the, like- the conversation you're looking for is on Twitter. You'll just have to scroll through a exactly. lot a lot of racists and a lot of porn. <laughs> well and
1: the rest. <laughs> you
0: know?
1: yeah. And the rest. <laughs> I mean that's just putting it lightly I, I'm I'm just not a fan <laughs> of Twitter. I you know I, I go on it and I'm like oh, why am I here? You know, but as you said, you just don't get that. You don't get that conversation. Or if you do, it's very limited. Now, because thing was, I would be on Twitter a lot for wrestling. Mm. And that's the only kind of shared experience. Like if you're a wrestling fan, you're on Twitter. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's actually really, really good because you can actually have that watched experience. Or I'm assuming if you watch football or whatever, you can have that
0: too. But yeah, it, like re- wrestling kind of seems like the sort of uh, the sort of show that kind of hinges on those sort of events, though, as well. It does. No, absolutely. So I mean, like you can sit there and, and
1: live for th- live tweet, raw or SmackDown or AEW or whatever, and you'll have that shared experience and it'll be great and it'll be exactly you are looking for. But then if you're like, you know, give an MCU hot take or something, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> What what have I done? (laughs) So I just try to avoid Twitter as much as I can, which is why if you're on Twitter, you'll just see me talk about wrestling and
0: cybersecurity. Usually that's about it. That's fair. That's completely fair. But it's funny that you mentioned that because even with like things like the MCU, which are probably like the biggest pieces of cultural touchdowns right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people that like that will just kind of miss some of them. Like, for example, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Which it feels like me and Kean are the only people on the planet who have watched it. <laughs> but I mean, look, me and my
1: mom would watch a lot of the MCU, right? I kind of got her into it and she she would be a big fan of it. And uh, like a like bigger fan of it than me, which is wild. Um and uh yeah, I she was watching, she goes, I watched one episode turn off. I was like, Okay. I mean, why? And she goes, It just didn't do anything for me. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. And I mean, I it, Here's why I think like I haven't seen it. Right. So I have read the run that's based on and it wasn't great. Um, but here's what's happening. The MC and I, I heard this comment from someone. I can't remember who it was. The longest, the most expensive series of television ever, you know, for the MCU. That's the wrong way to look at it. It's not a television show. It's not. They're not movies. Yeah, they're comic books.
0: I, I, I think I heard it. I think books. I heard this from you. So you
1: definitely heard it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I heard it from somewhere, but I don't know where you heard it because we have only heard it during the week, and I haven't like we haven't talked. Oh, <laughs> so. weird!
0: I thought I could have sworn I heard it from you. Oh, wow. fair. Well, you're uh, you're gonna hear it again. So <laughs> no, but like no, exactly right where you're coming from because it's like where before Endgame, it felt like everything was building connected. up to yeah. that, was kind yeah. of leading and building on top of each other. Everything since then has just been, hey, we've got this world. Here's a bunch of just stuff that's happening.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I was reading, I think it was on, I think it was Den Geek or something, and they were like, hey, you know, why Marvel needs a, a, an endgame level threat or something for Phase 4. And I'm like, fair, but these are just comics now. And the thing about it is, it's like, If you buy comics, I don't know if you buy comics or not, Kevin. I don't know if if you you have. I have over 1,500 comics, right?
0: No, no, I was never a comic guy.
1: (laughs) I I routinely collect comics. I don't do it as much anymore because there's nothing really to collect. But I have a substantial comic book collection, right? And the way it works is people are very, are like, where do you start with comics? I can't buy comics every week. You don't. (laughs) You buy the runs that you like and you can ignore the others and kind of be caught up when people come in. And that's what's kind of happening here you don't have to see all the Marvel stuff anymore. It's not it's not relevant. Like with the MCU, stuff, you didn't even have to see all of it. To be honest with you, it it makes it it made it a better experience. But you didn't have to. And now with this and particularly with stuff like Miss Marvel, she Hulk, the Eternals, the Eternals Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Right. And people just hate it. I probably wouldn't see it, but that doesn't matter. Because it's a comic. It's a comic book. Yeah. They're literally taking that experience. Now, here's the thing. Is it really expensive? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Can you justify 250 million for something that a lot of people aren't going to see? No. No. But that's what's happening. Yeah.
0: Like it's I I can't see Moon Knight uh, building up to a a grander climax. And it didn't. No. I, I mean, it didn't. And it's like,
1: you know, this is the only place it could go it's a living breathing universe a lived in universe so in order to have that lived in experience either you need to have a story which dwells on that which you can't because it's it's too slow for for the for an MCU movie so you have to fill it with people miss marvel you know, I mean, like, look, I, again, I haven't seen it. I have read the run, so I kind of know what happens. I know what happens at the end, and it's it's setting up to the next uh, Captain Marvel movie, right? So that's what's setting up to, the Marvels. Fine. But you have to lay that groundwork, and it makes more sense to do groundwork in a throw-off movie, which, uh, a series or movie, which you can go back to and watch at some point, than spending all this money on a movie that no one's going to watch. Or...
0: That would be better served in a different slot, and you know. And, ke- sorry, go on. And oh, see, well. here's the thing, actually. What what I liked about Miss Marvel, like you were saying, with all of these things now, with the with the way the MCU is working, is that it kind of is standing on its own. Yes, it is building up to. <clears throat> yes, it's building up to the Marvels. So the crossover, not just Carol Danvers with Monica Rambo, that's going to be a whole big thing. Which this series has actually kind of gotten me excited about because I I really enjoyed this character now. Yeah, but it's its own little story that just kind of really worked on its own that I found incredibly charming. Well,
1: that's what you need. Like the thing yeah. that it is, you know, this run didn't sell that well. I remember when it came out. I have the first issue. Um, I remember buying it for a euro in the in the sale rack. It did not sell well. She's a very hard character to actually like she's very annoying. And even in the the PS5 game, she's like the hardest part. She's like the hardest part of that game because I like, mean, it, it feels I, like
0: it feels like nothing about that PS5 game yeah, was, but, was 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 meant, was likable
1: or easy, but she's a huge part of it because they sell it as an Avenger game and she's the main character. And you're like, oh, my God, they picked the worst character possible for this. It, However, that being said, mm. all of that being said, doing it this way was smart because you know what you're getting into. You're get you're getting into this character. You're getting into her world, it's her story, and it's not selling you something else. If they had a... Like, okay, the way they brought in America Chavez into Doctor Strange 2, right? Yeah, Her run was atrocious. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the worst characters <clears throat> in Marvel history. And you can quote me on that because that is a fact, right? Right. It's a fact. The run is awful, right? And, it, and the MCU guys even pretty much said that, Right they were able to rehab her to such an extent that you care about the character that you're interested in seeing her get back to her moms. If you're interested in seeing her develop and grow. Right. Yeah. It's a fair play. Like, I don't think people understand the rehab that the MCU did to that character. Right. They actually managed to fix it. Right. Right. Miss Marvel didn't really need to be fixed. It's just the run didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, it built, it did all this great stuff. And then it's
0: like, there she is. You know, well, oh, I mean, even okay. like from like, again, this is from an outsider's looking at comics. It, like if that if that run didn't sell well, it still seems like she's got enough of following because she still seems like one of the flagship characters of the Marvel Comics name. And so no, like, the Mar- and the Marvel Comics are selling
1: horrendously. <laughs> Fair. I have I have not bought I have not bought a Marvel book in years. Years. <laughs> they are awful, dude. They're but awful. I, no, I I no, I, I, man, I would. No, they are. You can look at the numbers yourself, folks. Yeah. I'm a, we've covered this before. Marvel books are not good for many reasons because they're not telling stories. They're not doing interesting characters. And, and look, comics never really sold that well anyway. I mean, yeah, we made the joke, you go to comic book convention and where's the quiet place where the comics are? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. where usually I'm hanging out. I'm looking for, you know, comics that I want. But I mean, these characters can be rehabbed in the MCU. And I mean, like the fact you had such good experience whether in this... I mean, that's her. That's that's a testament to what I just said. They're able to actually save bad characters by humanizing them and giving them something to do. And again, I haven't seen it. I'm probably going to watch it. Going to enjoy it now. Again, my mom watched one episode, and that wasn't for her. So, I mean, we'll go back and watch it again. I suppose, and it'll be you know a little bit better. But so I,
0: I just kind of I think what it seems like because it it does what I don't think has been done in the MCU so far. In that it is very much a teen drama. Yeah, which I mean that's needed right it's like yeah hinted at a spider-man and some people didn't like like
1: look with the mcu by blowing up by sorry by snapping 50 percent of the world's population or the universe population you can't really go bigger than that without <laughs> galactus coming in but then you have nowhere to go right you bring galactus in and then you keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they've already gotten bigger and bigger and bigger with the cosmic stuff we'll get onto to tor two and uh, tor four in a second but mm. I mean, you have to go smaller. And that's what we had kind of thought they were going to do. They were going to go smaller. We didn't know they were going to go like this small, but it, it
0: fits but, along with the same kind
1: of thing with Moon Knight. You I know? mean, if you're waiting for
0: them to go small, you've got to wait for that next Man movie. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, like it, it's 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 got that small stakes. Like, arguably, it doesn't really even have much of a bad guy barring yeah. government like it's literally so, like the, the only kind of antagonistic force. And but there's there is there is a bad guy. It's complicated. It's not like a villain. Yeah. But like the old, the main antagonistic force in it is uh, the Department of Damage Control.
1: Right. And well, like yeah. One of the agent goes rogue. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, the, you know, if you if you read the comics, it's. Yeah.
0: You know, so that, like it, to... the, 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 the kind of the driving force of this is just, hey, we have this character. Here's how she gets her powers. Mm. Here's how she kind of figures out. There's, you know, there's some kind of teen politicking there. What I what was really interesting about this show is that it is, def- and I, I've we've talked I've talked about this with Kian uh, a couple of times, but it really leans into it. It definitely it's 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 evident that it's been made by specifically Muslim creators trying to using this show as a platform to educate people on. Muslim history, it like particularly Pakistani uh, Muslim history. And specifically, one of the core plot points of this show is the, the partition of India and Pakistan in the early 1900s. Mm. So from that aspect, it is a fascinating show to watch from an outside perspective. It's incredibly informative. <laughs> if they've used that poor selling run to elevate, because... Like one of it has become one of my favorite MCU shows, probably like Bar to Bar with Loki. Yeah. And one of the episodes, it's a small sequence in about the fifth episode, which just kind of jumps back to a short storyline with uh, Kamala's great-grandmother, I believe. Mm. And it's just this this one kind of small incident that they've talked that has been mentioned in passing up to the show, and it's just this 10-minute sequence. And it is absolutely one of the highlights of the entire sequence because it's just this one small thing that is so well acted and well executed Mm. that tells its own short story and then is wrapped in your jump back to the uh, the main plot. Yeah. I mean, look, the thing about it is you have
1: to hand it to the MCU as well. They are able to Mm. make this stuff uh, to a wider base. It's just it's... I would urge caution... By with some of this stuff because I mean, and not because I'm against it because I don't really care. I'll watch anything MCU to be honest with you, yeah. but you do have to be careful because a lot of the runs that we have seen so far, the big successful runs are big successful runs. You know, Civil War, uh, the Infinity Saga, um, obviously the Origin movies, Demon in the Bottle, um, any of that kind of stuff, all the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're all standout, solid, real runs, right? That are iconic. Using modern comics is not a great idea. So you walk yourself into this corner where, for example, The Boys. Have you seen? You've never read The Boys, have you? Never read it, no. Right. Boys is a terrible comic.
0: <laughs> yeah, Real bad, right? I, I have heard that. It's,
1: the idea is unbelievable. Is it? It's a... Remind me, is it Garth Ennis? It's Garth, yeah. And Garth Ennis hates superheroes, right? Yeah. So bas- basically it's a revenge <laughs> fantasy where he kills, where he, he, his stand-in kills all the superheroes, right? Yeah. And the ending is such a disappointment, right? Now, the show, one of the best superhero shows ever. Like legitimately, it's fantastic. Because they took the idea and changed everything. <laughs> they changed everything, right? <laughs> and that's kind of what the MCU does. And it seems like, with that approach where they're able to rehab it. And again, I have no doubt that Miss Marvel is a good show because, I mean, again, America Chavez is a terrible, terrible, terrible com- a character in the comic. She really is. Um, but if it seems like when this is put in the hands of a competent director, as you said, they're able to run with this and, and have it. And I mean, my only fear is when it's put not in a competent director.
0: Oh right. well, yeah, we've we've seen that we've, happen a yeah. handful
1: of times. Then. So, uh, if, so if you're taking, here's the thing: if you're taking a, you're taking Civil War, right? And you put it in the hands of a bad director, people are still going to watch it. And you're like, oh, okay, it, the story's still strong enough to stand on its own. But if you're taking a bad run with a with a weak story, and there isn't someone <coughs> well enough to tease that out, yeah, going forward, I'm like, okay. Just be careful who you're picking. Just be careful which one you're picking because I mean, you know. But again, it seems I like I mean that's it. Like if, have it if, in if hand.
0: like it's that's kind of the same thing with any story. Absolutely, like Marvel. Any any movie, any story, any medium. You just need a good writer. <laughs> exactly. Like but, but you're, you're kind of so you're see, like if, if if you get a like if, even if you're working off a bad run like as you say you're talking about the Miss Marvel run, what like it. I believe, I, I, I think this might be a, a situation where they probably realized that it wasn't great and took elements of it. Yeah, I think that's what it feels like. Happened. But and... here, even, even
1: with the boys, right? Yeah. They actually, like the boys is very heavy-handed with his message. Like extremely heavy-handed. With oh, this message. yeah,
0: subtleties for carrots. No,
1: there's no subtlety in the boys in the TV <laughs> show, right? There isn't. It's, it's very much on the nose, modern politics. Like very, 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 very heavy-handed. However, that never gets in the way of the story. You know, because it's written with such, it's so good and engaging. Where you're like, it doesn't matter, you know. And I mean, that that's that's a credit to them that the fact. That, like again, it's funny when you read the boys, it's so incredibly bad. You're like, there is nothing here. These are not real people. But when you make them real people, that absolute like there's a whole there's a whole um, black lives matter sub- subplot in the new the new series. Right. And it's very, very engaging. And there's, a you know, obviously a whole storm front. isn't been a Nazi thing in the last one. And again, that's it's very, very interesting how they do it. And the fact that they bring in, and it's like you say with the Miss Marvel thing, the fact that they're, they're bringing in and weaving all this in, that's all great. It's just, when it comes to comics, you're like, <laughs> I'm always apprehensive when I see the run because I'm like, oh, this could be bad. <laughs> this could be bad. So, I mean, I'm genuinely... I am going to watch Miss Marvel and let you know what I think. I, I you know, because again, there, there's been no bad MCU TV show, really. There's been some flat stuff in it, and I'd rather they take the risk than not. Like, I, again, like one of the biggest criticisms that I had for some of the early Marvel stuff was it, there was no risks. And I mean, this yeah. sounds like they're taking a good risk to tell a story.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, and even then, I like it's it's not breaking a lot of ground. I just think what they did was well executed. Okay. Like, it's, it's not like, you know, I think it, it was probably one of the safest things they've done, like mm. far safer than trying to go to the go to the mass pop like trying to push Moon Knight to the population because well, Moon, every- Moon Knight was fair enough. I mean, yeah, it was like, a- OK, no, you know, let's like let's let's not most people watching FC movies have not read a comic or have only read a comic because they went to see a movie. Fair. So I'd say solidly 90% of the people that watch Moon Knight had never read it. <laughs> I actually, funny
1: you mentioned it. So I was in France, I was in Paris a couple of weeks ago uh, yeah. before I got the Rona again. And um, I was in the Museum uh, D'Orsay and uh, I was wearing a Moon Knight shirt. And all this right. guy walks up to me. He's like, Did you like the TV show? And I'm like, yeah, It was all right. I prefer the comic. And he goes, Oh, so did I. He goes, I was, I was one of the VHS, the, the VXS artists on it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is awkward. So we were talking for a while and I was like, here, you, you know, you know, it wasn't great. And he goes, yeah, it wasn't great. So I did give him an invite to come onto this show. But uh, obviously Marvel have NDAs and stuff, so he wasn't able to do it. But yeah, of uh, course. if he's listening, it was great to meet you, dude. And um, it's weird. You never know who you're hanging out with or who you're around, particularly when you're in like, big museums on the continent but uh, I thought that was kind of funny and you know just what were the odds what
0: were the chances uh, yeah no that's that's fun and especially like considering like the I suppose we'll use this as the segue even though it's not a great segue but uh, I I don't know if you've been hearing the the reports in the leaks now about how Marvel have been treating their VFX
1: artists yeah I've heard it yeah like again like guys you can google this (laughs) in the biggest stories at the moment as well where Marvel apparently uh, a lot of people are walking out and stuff because they're like the deadlines are completely unrealistic. And it's just like, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which I mean, like, yeah. it's like it's it's showing in the work. Like we we spent yeah. uh, we we spent a while. like I know it's the next like after Thornair, the next thing is She-Hulk. And we spent mm. quite a while railing on that trailer. Yeah. And like that's like those reports line up because, hey, yeah, that's a trailer that obviously was only put together because VFX artists had two weeks to make it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I mean, you can see it like, as you said, it's in the work and it's even in tour. the new uh, Love and Thunder. Like some of the, the effects aren't great. Like they, they really aren't. And I mean, I guess we can segue into that. Um, and look, I, 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 I'm not a fan of Ragnarok. I, I think it's a great World War Hulk movie. <laughs> a bad tour movie and I just I don't like it I think a lot of the jokes are lame I think it makes joke a tour, blah 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 and you know what it's it's funny because I've actually been vindicated apparently this is a very common very common take but what's interesting is a lot of people hate this movie and I'm like but it, it's like The Last Jedi I really like The Last Jedi and I like The Last Jedi because I hate The Force Awakens and it's, it's this similar kind of thing where people who hate Ragnarok really like this movie and the reason why I really like this movie is because it's so completely different. Like, I mean, it still has some of the jokes. A lot of them don't land. But I mean, Taika actually wrote this one and he wrote it. It tells a great story. Like, Goris is actually an incredible character. I've actually I like him so much. I actually went out and bought a first edition um, first appearance of the God Butcher. Right. Yeah. And first appearance of Lady Thor. Um, I know it's annoying. I was collecting the comics and I had both of them. I sold them. Oh, yeah! Not for a lot, <laughs> No, <Nah>, Like <laughs> you'd you have got
0: you'd you have gotten
1: a lot more for them now. Yeah, and I paid a lot more for them now. Ah, sick. So, yeah, annoying. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um. So yeah, I, I really, really liked um what I saw. I really thought it was a, it was a great, a great uh movie. Great, very, very enjoyable. Does a lot. Has a really interesting story too. Um, but I can totally see why people don't like it. Now, there are some of the people who are always gonna hate things that are a little bit different. It seems like when you give a woman agency people freak out, which is weird. yeah I mean, it's
0: pretty whack. I don't I don't understand or, that. Or, know, why why people like this?
1: <laughs> or when you give uh POCs agency, they freak out. I'm like What's wrong with you?
0: Who <laughs> you let read, you in here?
1: Did <laughs> not read comics. Like, <laughs> have you missed what Marvel is? You know. Who let you in here? <laughs> Get back it's in your bunker. Weird, you know. And they're like, oh, there's a, you know, there's lots of LGBT stuff in it. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Have you looked outside? Like, <laughs> no, but I'm like, it's Norse mythology. <laughs> Christ, like, come on. What's wrong with you? So it's just it's bizarre. Like the thing is that some people are freaking out is. It's weird, you know, but um, I you know when I was watching it, none of that really even hit me. I was like, okay, whatever. The story itself is actually really, really touching. Like genuinely, it 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 tells one of the the most one of the most heartfelt stories, probably in the MCU. Right, and I'll be honest with you, it's like. Uh, so it, it obviously is the Lady Thor, the Mighty Thor run, right? Where mm. Jane becomes Thor, right? She gets the powers of Thor because she has cancer. Stage four cancer is dying, and it actually fills in a lot of their relationship because I mean, that, you don't know why they broke up, and it, it goes to why Thor and, and Jane broke up because they were afraid of losing each other, so they pushed each other away, and uh, you're like, well, that's and Torres, like the reason why he is way is because he he wants to be, you know, he, he doesn't want people to see him weak. He doesn't want to be seen as weak again. So it's all about him learning to love. Okay. At the same, but at the same time, Gore does what he does because his daughter died and the gods didn't help him. So he, he's on a revenge to kill them all.
0: Right. Okay. You I
1: know?
0: like to put my cards to the table. Haven't haven't had a chance to see it yet. Have had COVID. <laughs> and I'm bummed because it, like I have been super stoked for this movie so long. Hearing you talk about it, I'm I'm so warmed because I actually I I'm, I'm it's it's giving me hope because I've been here like again I've been on Twitter. I know that's my own mistake. <laughs> so Go on Twitter. I I I I know. <laughs> I'm, to err is to human, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I I so I have been hearing kind of a lot of a lot of back and forth, a lot of contentious opinions. Some people love it, some people hate it, yada. I'm waiting, obviously, to see it myself to give my own opinion. Hearing you talk so warmly about it has given me so much hope. I am so I am very stoked to see it. Like, I mean, I don't know what people wanted from this.
1: It's not Ragnarok, Hmm. but it was never going to be. You know, all the like, there's a joke. There's a recurring joke in it, right, where Jane is trying to come up with the catchphrase and she says, like, really, really lame lines. But the joke isn't that. That isn't the joke. The joke is she can't come up with a catchphrase and at the end of it she wishes to catchphrase to Tora she's dying. Okay. And you're like, oh man, you know, it's just like, it's just these little moments. It's so thoughtful and it's lovely, you know, like, yeah, it's okay. Some of the CGI is a bit ropey, kind of doesn't hang together well. But I mean, when it, do, it does some really cool things, like when you go to the nega realm or the negative, I can't remember the name of it, something like the nega realm or something, negative realm or whatever. Where where um, it's in the center of the universe, where Gore is going to to go to eternity, where he can get his wish to kill all the gods, and it, it just it shot like a weird black metal music video. It's like man, okay. this is so eerie. You know, it's so, it's actually great, and I'm like, whoa. This is awesome.
0: okay. You okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to draw a line here because I don't, I, I, I've I been trying to avoid as much this movie as I can.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. go into
0: it too much, but I mean, I haven't really spoiled anything to be honest with you,
1: but sure. um, it, it's just, it's it's just a fantastic film. And it, it's, it's funny to see this dialogue. And I'm like, what movie were you watching? Like genuinely what movie? And it's like, is it coming from something else where you're like, or is it a legit concern? Like I heard people comparing it to Batman and Robin. I'm like. No, like, no, no, I mean, no. Batman and Robin was literally made to sell toys. That is that was in the contract. Yeah, <laughs> this wish. movie. Yeah, this movie was had a story and has a heart, you know? It's crazy. I mean, I don't know, man, like it, it. you know, I again, read the comics. <laughs> In the books, nothing's <laughs> happening there that hasn't already happened in the books. You know. Now it is it is it re- turn around a bit, change blah blah blah. Yeah, obviously. But I mean, on and it also introduces. Now I will be honest with you. The post credit scene. Do you want me to talk
0: about the post credit scene or not? no? No, no. Okay. I'm again hardline. I I Fair. still do. I want to watch this movie. Okay. I want to be clear about it. That. No,
1: that's <laughs> fine. The post credit scene does introduce. Uh, a big character in Marvel, right? Well, bigish, and uh, it, it kind of ties into what happens in the movie, and he does look pretty terrible. But then again, when I was watching the Eternals, and he introduced, Har- was it Harry Styles? Was that who it was?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: He looked awful. So I mean, it. I, I mean, that's
0: that's 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 something going back even to like the early days of yeah. Marvel. Remember yeah, when yeah. Thanos was
1: blue? Yeah. 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 And I mean, that, like... that's it. Like the, you know, you can't really, the post Marvel post credit scenes are very rarely canon. They are. They yeah. are put together the night before release. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you don't remember when uh, Chris Evans wore the big fake beard or no, the, with the fake chin to cover his beard.
0: Uh- <laughs> By the way, in,
1: in the boys, um, the introduced soldier boy, who's Captain America. If, he doesn't care.
0: Okay, no, because like you have me got like I was I was gonna ask to clarify that you did not mean Soldier Boy as in
1: no Soldier Boy like the the actual the, the 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 character, not the rapper,
0: not the rapper. Yeah, <laughs> the... okay, just want to make sure, want to be clear.
1: <laughs> Fair, just, the boy's important. taking
0: a hard left turn in two, two, into into two thousand and seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no Soldier Boy is basically Captain America. If Captain America doesn't care. And he's deadly. He's he's actually one of my favorite characters. Wait, hang
0: thing. on. Didn't wasn't he? It wasn't he in, uh, uh Falcon the Winter Soldier. That's it. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, <laughs> and you actually
1: like riff on that. They riff on him completely. But uh, see, I'm a big fan of U.S. Agent. Anyway, I have the first appearance of US, U.S. Agent. That that's how much of a fan I am of him. Right. Um. So I'm like, yeah, Soldier Boy, you're awesome. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so I was just like, oh man. Uh, it, it's a good time. It, like on the one hand, it's a great time to be a comic fan, and it's also the worst time to be a comic fan because you're like, oh yes, we, we dealt with all this in the comics, and no, no they're in the movies. Okay, welcome, welcome to the conversation, everybody. Go <laughs> with yeah, an no. open mind, everybody. Comics are
0: weird. Just go with it; it's fine. Or, you know? or, or you know, you just you just uh, do what I do and avoid any sort of like any sort of mass uh, Marvel or DC stuff. And the only comic you ever buy in your life is Saga. That's Saga is great though. Saga is great. Saga I am. Great. I'm waiting patiently for October for the next trade to come out. I'm, the, not, uh... I'm, I'm. not buying. I'm not buying issues. I'm not getting into that. Uh, I'm a is trades it... guy. <laughs>
1: Berserker's good as well, actually. The the um, the Keanu Reeves book. That's really good.
0: Oh, I haven't read that. Sorry, I. I was I I, I was going I was, about, yeah, I was thinking about so Berserk so.
1: which hey listen Berserk is great. It is it <laughs> is but it's
0: we're talking about different things. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um no I'm actually glad to hear that. that's cool. I might give that a shot. Uh listen, there's good there's also just good like single runs out there by just act like just, just people who are not Marvel and DC. Comics can be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I mean Marvel's still great and still has some of the greatest runs of all time, but modern Marvel's just it's because they have nothing to say. Like they, they, DC reboot their universe so much that they can restart things and and you know tell these stories again in different ways. Marvel had had until a couple of years ago, this continuity gone all the way back to the '30s, mm. and then they wiped it all. And I mean now it's just no one really has anything to say. And if they do, they're too busy either trying to sell you the message rather than like there's a great quote from Stan Lee where he's like. Yeah, I never tried to put my politics in it. They were just there. It was on the side. It wasn't the focus of the story. It was just part of the story. Which I mean, look at the X Men.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like there's, there's
1: always, you know, your own biases are always going to leak into it. Absolutely, but I mean, I think one of the problems with main Marvel is like I can't tell you a good Marvel story for the past three years. I can't do it. There isn't one. You know, um, the last one. Yeah, no, Spider-Verse. That's it. Spider-Verse is the only one where I'm like, yeah, it's great. (laughs) But uh, it's funny because Marvel are doing Darth Vader and Darth Vader is one of the best comics, period. It's unreal.
0: Oh, was that the one that started about... Three or four years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, now that you say it, I did read the first couple of issues of that, and that it's was great. It is brilliant. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, that's that's one of the two with the the psychopath uh, versions of R two and C three PO. Yes, yes, they are uh, they are
1: excellent. And he goes into uh He like a lot of stuff where he's going. And he's going into the temple and uh, mm. fights Jocasta And oh man, it's just brilliant. I mean, like Marvel still can do it, but it just seems like once you put a cape on. Well, I mean, Dark Vader has a cape too. Once you put a superhero <laughs> cape on it, it they just kind of lose the run of themselves. So I'm like, I'm hoping Marvel kind of pull it together, but it seems like because the MCU is the focus, that's where all the rehab and the storytellers are going and the comics are just kind of like hobbling on. Well, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's like it's 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 where the money is. that's actually hold on, I like I like. I'm a lawyer I am a lawyer Oh Big of that, you to admit it Yeah no hold on The last run I bought The last comic From Marvel that I got Kang the Conqueror Okay And the full run is called There's Nothing Left to Conquer Or Only Myself to Conquer Right I think that's what it's called uh-huh. It is fantastic.
0: And that's it what? <laughs> Well I Which I suppose that's actually That's really interesting That that's the one considering, like obviously things are very scatter shot with the MCU at the moment. But if you know, if if we're to, if we're to kind of believe the way it's it's looking, Kang is kind of setting up to be the next big bad. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean,
1: he, that's why they did the run. You know, it's only two thousand one. It was out last year, um, and then it finished this year. And it's the only one where you're like, actually, that's really good. There's a story to tell. You're kind of familiar with the character, but you're not really. It has all those magic elements. So Marvel still can do it. Mm. But it just seems like they don't want to, you know? And I mean, that's what's annoying because you'll read a DC book or, you know, and you're going to get a good story 9, times out 10. Now, there are some terrible DC books out there, but they get canceled super quick. So the editorial hand in DC just seems to be more kind of like, Right, what are we doing? You know, with Marvel, it's it. Again, it's if it's not a Spider-Man book, you're really taking your life in your hands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you might as well just throw that money down the drain. But Kang, I was like the big event books. They seem to like come together for good things. You know, Captain America has been bad. Um, like it's there's a reason why I I don't have a pull list anymore. You know, I I used to spend forty euro weeks on a week on comics, and now I I will maybe buy one or two every every two months
0: at this point it's better off for you to wait and just see how the run actually see how the run actually yeah. works
1: out yeah or even like you know you'll jump in and you'll be like what's going on and you'll see and you're like oh my god this is terrible <laughs> like there's just they haven't even come up with a good villain or something in a long time like I think, I think gore is the last big villain they came up with and he's only like 2014 so that's nearly 10 years at this point well wow. um and that says it all you know that that creativity you want to see coming back but again Do you put all the focus in the comics or into the MCU? And I mean, it makes more sense. That's where all the money is. I'm just
0: after actually remembering, did you like completely side to this? Just another aspect, which is something that like Marvel as a whole has really just managed to fall on constantly. But we got one decent pull out of is video games. Did you play that Guardians of the Galaxy game? I didn't actually. I didn't. I want to, but I didn't. I I think it was very well received. I will go to bat for that game. It's like, it's not a masterpiece Mm. by any match, but it's just a very fun character action game that just tells a very fun Guardians of the Galaxy story. Like, it's, it's wild to me that like, in all of these years of the MCU, having been this mega, this monolith property that like have been dominating just culture, that we managed to get two Marvel games. One of them was a flop of a live service and then a decent Guardians of the Galaxy game. And like it's and it's just it like it's obviously done. It was written by people trying to kind of keep it halfway out of the way of the movie, but recognizable enough that people who watch the movie would get it. Yeah. But obviously people that just had, like written by people who have a love for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like it, and it's just little things about the characters, like how Uh, Peter Quill and Gamora are purely platonic in it but Mm. their friendship, like she's still kind of fairly bristly, she's only still kind of recent to the team, only recently been gotten out from under Thanos there is a running subtext or a running joke or a joke, a kind of a thing in it that everyone fully believes that Drax kills Thanos in this Like, like to everyone who meets him, Drax is the most powerful being in the universe because to everyone, he murdered Thanos. But Drax is like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Drax, Drax is like, I fought him for a week straight and he is not dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but look, I mean, that's what you want. Like, that that was the biggest problem with the PS5 game or the, the, the Avengers game. I actually rebought it on the PS5 to kind of give it another go. Because um, I like to punish myself, it turns out. Yeah, it um, turns out, yeah. <laughs> but I mean... That's why I skipped the Guardians, guys, because I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going back there again. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to hear that that's because I think the same people
0: who are making it are making the Teen Titans game. I don't know what the story like. OK, they might be making a Teen Titans game because I don't know what the crack is now with the Marvel license, because that then like that, that Marvel license that Ados and the Ados had got yeah. sold off in that Square Enix fire sale to oh, buy man. into NFTs. Oh man. So that I I can't, I <laughs> oh, no. no, you know what? It was TH it was not THQ but the company that was THQ, can't remember the name. They bought it now and they're yes. pretty good at those kind of like it's it's that mid marketing game where it's not the most polished AAA game that's like your blockbuster but release. But they were
1: always the best
0: game. But that's the thing. So that like game, they're probably still going to release it like 70. Wait for Guardians to be like 40 quid. It's worth 40. Okay. For you, okay, I'll do it. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, but they—that's what we've been talking about for ages. Yeah. That those kind of games. That's what you want. You you want those mid-tier. Like that was the great thing about the 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 Xbox 360 and the PS2. Yeah, you might get this game that you picked up for twenty quid and it's the best <laughs> one ever. It's like um, Blood Almond Two or something, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, like, you don't got to tell me about mid, mid-performing platformers. I love Dante's Inferno for the PS3. That, that game is a... not worth anything more than 10 quid. That game
1: is a fantastic <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Such a terrible game. But, also, such a, such a, damn... a, but a really fun game
0: at the same yeah. time. Oh, like, yeah, no. How many other games do you descend the seven circles of hell and fight Satan with the absolute largest swinging unit like <laughs> it's gas and <laughs> well speaking of which
1: actually so as i said you know i've been playing on the switch and i'm finally getting around to playing bayonetta 2 and it looks like oh, Bayonetta
0: 3 is coming yes. out yes oh you That's you've absolutely real. hit one of my pressure points how did i forget to bring this up i don't know
1: but you're just the guy to talk about oh
0: my god yeah they finally dropped a new trailer and we finally have a release date for the end of October, which cannot wait. I'm so so stoked, and there's so many things about like the like the trailer has introduced like a whole slew of things that just look inc- Like it looks like there's a fully new playable character in I think the witch called Viola, and mm. uh, they're introducing a whole new faction where previously Bayonet is very war very war against heaven and hell and witches. <laughs> I have this no idea is there
1: too. I don't know what the game's about. <laughs> oh, no, no like
0: they, it's gibberish. It's absolute yeah. gibberish. But now they're pulling homunculi into it, which is just kind of that third. What? It's a whole new third <laughs> factor. So throw that in there for your big monsters. Fair. But then there's also stuff like there's a there is a weird gilded like mecha version looking Bayonetta now in this, what? and also like just in terms of kind of gameplay effects, there's a lot of big like playable monster set pieces. I, like, I am 100% into this game. Man. Look, as I said, the main
1: thing about this game is it's going to be super fun. I'm looking forward to it. The Switch is is fantastic.
0: Um, oh, did you actually, did you see the the, the, the safer work mode thing they announced? No. <laughs> they've put, like, they're, they haven't been clear. There's a lot of different reasons why, but they've put basically an optional, like, safe for work filter you can add into this. Where, in Bayonetta? In Bayonetta, where like previously, okay. Bayonetta, for those of you at home who do not know, is a witch who, her, all of her magic uh, is summoned and used by her hair. Yes. It, up to and including her clothes being yes. made out of her hair. Correct. So when you are summoning demons from the deep, again with your hair, obviously parts of your hair, that are your clothes, are being used to summon them. So some of the transformation sequences uh, get a little bit risque. They do. (laughs) You know, you might see most of a butt cheek, you know, that sort of thing. Tasteful. Tasteful, (laughs) yeah. Nothing too (laughs) wild. uh, So like first again, for for reasons that they haven't really mentioned, I think possibly because this is the first one that's been focus made for the switch. Mm. They're very aware that this is going to be played in public. Where obviously the first one was made for several platforms, back in like the PS3 era, beta Two was made for the Wii U, so a lot of home console stuff. This one being made for a portable console, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna, our oh, people are gonna be playing on these on um, trains next to people. Let's uh, let's give them an out. <laughs> oh, where they, it's basically it's an option you can set where instead of beta getting a bit getting a bit in the nip uh, doing the summons, she will still be covered. <laughs> I mean, look. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it, the it, option it, is there. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I know when Dead, of, Dead or Alive tried to do the same thing and they, uh, in order to get around the, the risque nature of that series, they were like, microtransactions for everybody. That's not the way
0: to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not, and people are
0: very upset by that. It's so exceptionally it. funny for me that, like, Dead or Alive is a shameless franchise anyway. So the, the fact of like, hey, give us more money so these women will put on their clothes. <laughs>
1: No, give us more money so these women will take off the clothes
0: Oh, oh no, you added know that, more clothes okay That makes it. sense That's, yeah. Yeah, let's just say it, okay
1: And obviously that really upset people who liked the series Because it involved women taking off their clothes You know, on
0: the PlayStation 2 where you got it as part of the puzzle
1: <laughs> Exactly, it was yeah. wild Wild, wild, wild <laughs> um, The last story we're going to deal with here is Persona 3 Is coming to the Switch
0: yes yeah well and i what? love persona 3 well like to clarify three four and five are coming yes. to the switch i know so but fu- i haven't i haven't played three in years so i'm looking forward to that one i just that's finished, like 40 today yeah so i've actually never played three i love really? love to bits four and five i only got see i only got into persona relatively recently so like right at the right. launch of five right And loved it with all my heart yeah uh, it's played four. Wonderful game Play four golden, incredible, like yeah. absolutely stellar. <coughs> but that's it. Three is kind of a difficult one to get because it's not available kind of widely. You'd kind of have to either get the original PS2 or get is the PSP version, I think, is the mobile one.
1: Yeah, PSP is the mobile one. The, the PS2 is how I played it. Um, and five, I actually haven't. I haven't fully finished because it's so long before yeah. was the last one I actually like properly.
0: got And the thing is, is I know particularly as well with with Persona 3, there's like there's kind of caveats with both versions where the portable, where the original one, it's like, you know, the 3D graphics, the mm. the full model, but all the co- all the AI co- all the party members are AI based except for your main character.
1: Yeah, you only control
0: him. Yeah, and I've heard the AI is not great.
1: <laughs> no, it's PS2 level. So yeah, but the story itself actually carries that through. So I mean, look, it, it's been a very interesting week when it comes to that. So I'm you know pumped for it. I think it's August. It's when
0: it's coming out. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think. I think they've they've they haven't released their dates for four and three yet. Right. They've only released the date for five. Right, and when's that? Uh, I think that was yeah, that was autumn or something, like later this okay. year. Very uh, cool. They're gonna, I think they're probably gonna saga releases on that one. But uh, yeah, like they, so they are releasing It's the portable version of three now. Yeah, they released for the Switch. But it would be interesting to see if they kind of update it. They probably will. They probably. I'd, I'd hope so. Intro. I'd I'd hope so. I think that'd be that'd be really cool. Uh, so yeah, like I'm I'm super stoked. And also just persona is going to thrive on the switch that's that is a game i loved playing on the playstation but it is a game that is going to live by just the pickup and put down nature yeah no absolutely i mean the, the
1: the switch is the perfect console for that even more than the psp because the vita was great as well that's why i played uh, persona 4 but speaking of which um and the switch so uh, prime day was this week i don't know do you have amazon prime
0: not really, not really I, for, I I use my roommate's Prime video subscription But I don't, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't so, be I um... so I love Amazon Prime I, I I really do, I think it's great
1: <laughs> So every year they have Prime Day Which is a shameless excuse to spend money you don't have oh, yeah. But um, I managed to pick up Kelowna for the Switch So that's one and two Have you played Kelowna?
0: No, I've never heard of them
1: So it's, it's like, it's a really cute cat thing and uh, it's a platformer from the PS2 and uh, Kelowna. Kelowna. Oh, cl- sorry. No. Yes. Sorry. Clodoa. That's the one. That's how you yes, say it. Yes, it, uh, yes, yes,
0: yes. I, I haven't played it. I. Oh my God, uh, you'd love it. I know. No, I know. It's, it. I, it's what I kept seeing. And now that it's on the Switch, I probably will actually likely pick it up. I picked it up. I got it for like
1: 40 <laughs> euro or something. It was down from like 60 I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I love that series. And I haven't actually like played. haven't actually played any of them in about 20 years. So like, yes, this is great, and I love the way the Switch is just dropping these absolute bangers out of nowhere. It's like, hey, you like you like of the Republic?
0: Boom, have two of the Old Republic. Hey, remember, remember this PlayStation Two platformer? Yeah, here's that good. one. <laughs> um, out of nowhere, like uh, that's that's wonderful. I yeah, no, it's it's one I think I remember wanting to play when I was young, and it's just very never good. got around to it. It's very very uh, good. And look, I, and you know what they actually did?
1: Sorry, they actually did clean up game it looks like so they've actually like put it through a new coat of paint
0: brilliant no i actually i am going to cut us off though because we are at time oh well look
1: that was a good way to end um also i got a a nas a network attached Sto- attached storage device so i'll review that next week when i set it up
0: yeah yeah give us give us the rundown on that now so i will kay? i <laughs> yeah. will of course follow me on the hell site at kept 84. 94 that's about that's really that's that's where i hang out um that's that's about it for me for the moment <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, for me, again, you can follow me also on the hell site at (laughs) Um, I will eventually get around to fixing the website fully. There's some good stuff coming. I have some new integrations that I'm trying to actually get sorted out. Some stability issues, but again, between life, work, code, and everything else, I just haven't got the time to fully do it. But uh, I would recommend going over, uh, follow us at media.com. Uh, that's where all our stuff's going to be, all the shows going to be. Everything's always going to be free. So, if you check us out here on Two Point Five fm do go over and check out Mental Media because we want you there, we want you to be able to uh, interact with us as well. So, uh, yeah, Kev, take us home. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Join us at
1: all right so you're listening to the podcast you're like hey i'm not in ireland how do i get in touch well tune in has you covered that's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio um you go to tune in and download the app or you can check out the live streams on nearedtonomedia.com or phoenix 92.5 fm if you want to get in contact with us it's very easy media everywhere media on twitter Media instagram Media on twitch nearedtonomedia at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email hope to hear from you soon
0: Dara, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like with the freaking Leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over there with the cosplayers. At least then you could like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with uh you, you give me a Brooklyn wave. Yeah, with you? Dara, Dara. Yeah, Tara. Why ain't you Thank over here you, with Joey? Yo. Anyway, we we'll missed miss you, dude. Face now, face up. No, uh, out, it's still say oh, it's I love it. All I do is just believe in the heart. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.